Hello and welcome to the Homebrew Magic Podcast. My name is Nelson, and with me as always are the only three friends I have in the world who I have now seen in person, which is fantastic because we got to sit down and play Paper Magic IRL, and it was fantastic. Schnell, Teach, and Chris, how are you guys doing tonight? Hello, friends. What up, Hive Mind? Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, present and accounted for. Hell yeah. So, yeah. Uh, this is week two of the Gauntlet. And uh, what else happened? Well, Modern Horizons 2 was properly released a couple days ago. So all that came out. Tej and Chris, you got your split collector's box today. I got my set booster box today. So that was that was exciting. Uh, but we are here to talk about Gauntlet Week 2 and whether or not Golos pulled out a win again. But before we get into that, uh, let's talk about kind of what we've been up to since last week. Chris, let's start with you. What have you been up to? Um, I went through some of my decks for like week two through five of the gauntlet and it did some tweaking and uh went through my modern horizons 2 stuff and started cataloging that 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 was the extent of it this week it was a pretty busy week um the deck i ran this week arami i uh changed out 11 of the 64 non-land cards and i saw a bunch of them tonight but uh we can get into that a little bit later nice uh Schnell, what about you what are you been up to uh, a couple of things actually we played edh in real life or irl vdh oh shit i forgot about that game yeah yeah chris won that game uh i came in a close close second with my dumb life gain uh queen linden deck which uh i got to i got to kill somebody with um uh, Aetherflux Reservoir, and then <laughs> that was that was fun. But then I put myself that down to like eight life. <clears throat> that was Teach. He had it coming. He was doing well. So did that. Uh, that was Saturday night. Sunday I didn't do anything magic related. Not that I'm aware of. Uh, but this morning I required. I, I required. I recorded. I can't talk, and it's going to be a shitty podcast because of that. Um, <laughs> I recorded the second installment, episode one of my deck diary because I'm getting back into arena now. The first installment is episode zero as I'm just sort of messing around and figuring things out and played a few shitty games, but uh, basically my deck diary series will be a thing I'm posting on YouTube with links to it on madeuplabs.com and then Nelson may or may not link to it as well. Um, but I'm trying to do more more play stuff, recording stuff, and game design stuff all through my website that I keep forgetting that I'm paying for. But the bill just came due on my credit card, so I'm like, oh yeah, I should do stuff with, with that. So I was financially motivated to uh, get my website going again. So on madeuplabs.com, I have links to the shows uh, that we're doing, the shows that I'm doing, and uh, shows of days past with the Beard Gamers episodes, which the magic episodes of Beard Gamers are by far the best. Yes. Um, so... I uh, got to play some arena for about a half hour this morning. I'm just right now grinding through um, the daily, like, cast X spells, kill X creatures, draw X cards, whatever the requirements are. I'm playing through until I hit those, and I'm going to slowly start building up my collection over the next week, and then start getting into hardcore deck construction and homebrew some, some stuff to deal with the uh, standard meta as I rise to it. So that is, that is what I am up to magic-wise. Awesome. Hey, Teach, what about you? Oh, today was an exciting... Today. Today was an exciting week for Magic for me. <laughs> today um, was a good week. <laughs> um, I got excited at the prospect of playing 
uh, uh, magic in person for the first time and God remembers how long. So I took uh, I took uh, my my Dragon Lord Silimgar deck, which I haven't touched in a year and a half because that's really difficult to play online. Um, yeah. It's all about stealing other people's stuff. Uh, so I picked that up. I made some much needed uh, uh, upgrades because it hasn't been touched in a year and a half. Um, bought a bunch of cool cards from Schnell. I think I ended up using like three of them. Um, but brought that to the table, uh, and it was a blast to play. It was every bit as fun as I remember it being. Um, it was super I did not... annoying and super threatening, and that's why yeah, I had to I'm glad flux you got you right in the fucking face. <laughs> that's I can't even be. That mad is the about only that. reason I won. <laughs> yeah, our Silumgar um, was gonna trounce us all. Yeah, I ended up um, getting out of Scarab God, and Nelson was playing zombies, so. I just kind of kept taking his uh, his his grave titan away. I think I stole it like three times. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> um, and not because I hate Nelson, but because it was, it was making zombies, and I was in a position where zombies were good for me. Um, they were good for you. So, uh, yeah, I ended up getting taken out first that game, but that was okay. The deck played the way it was supposed to. Uh, people reacted to it the way they were supposed to, and I had a blast playing that game. A abject terror. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and I can't wait to sit down and play that game, uh, or play that deck again. Um, and that was Saturday. And then today, uh, as was mentioned, uh, I got my half of a collector's booster box. I cracked open my six packs, and I got some uh, pretty spicy stuff. I got some, some things I'm excited to throw in decks right away. Um... I also got a an etched foil cabal coffer, so that's pretty cool. Oh yeah, um, that's super cool. And a foil old bordered force of negation, uh, which is also pretty cool. Uh, for some reason, worth fewer dollars than the regular foil version. But that's just because everyone's opening Modern Horizons right now. Modern Horizons yeah, too. This this weekend is one of the best weekends to pick up singles because everyone's opening stuff and selling it online immediately to try to make their investments back. Yes. Um, but I know that that uh, both those cards, the Cabal Coffers and the Force of Negation, those are going to go up in price again real quick. Yeah. Um, and the the $200 uh, I forked over for this box, uh, I made it all back, honestly, so I really can't complain about that. Um, these cool cards, these cards are cool. There's etched foils like every other card is an etched foil. Uh, got some cool, um, what are they? The sketch cards? Uh, those are neat. Yeah, um, yeah the, artist, cool. the artist proofs, I think they Yes, yes. And my good friend Chris was nice enough to gift me a foil or old bordered Piru the Volatile. Um, so you're welcome. Gonna, yes, thank you very much for that, Chris. I mean, that was very nice. I did the same thing with Nelson for a Carthus, what was it, Carthus? The tyrant yeah, Carthus. Yep. So as soon as uh, Justin finds a foil dragon he needs, I'll gift him one as well. Yeah. Uh, the one out of Shadowmore that I run in my uh, Dragon's Approach deck. Yeah, that's probably expensive. That's probably very expensive. Yes. <laughs> but it lets me um, refill my hand and is therefore the best goddamn red card. Yeah. Uh, and then tonight we played our game of Gauntlet, which we're going to talk about in just a second here after Nelson tells us what he was up to. Uh, so overall, it was a good magic weekend. I'm really happy. A magical yeah. weekend. 
a magical weekend. <laughs> it was a magical weekend. It was a ton of fun. Uh, and what have I been up to? Uh, futzing around a little bit on Arena. I have been playing just historic lately and ran into a really interesting deck where a guy was playing um like it, it was red white and you think it's going to be a bunch of like the boro stuff but really he was running like four copies of ajani's welcome and then four copies of the krenko from war of the spark so he was gaining a ton of life off all those creatures and then i forget what the enchantment is but it's something where whenever a creature with power two or less you control attacks uh i don't remember if you gain life or it deals extra damage or something so i actually uh decided that i was going to build something similar uh but instead of that enchantment which name i can't remember uh i decided to do it with cavalcade of calamity and then a bunch of token generators oh, I and love cavalcade because I really love one of my favorite cards for Popper um, on Arena back when War of the Spark was was in standard and you could play Popper with it um, was Spellgorger Weird. So it's a it's a two two for two and a red and whenever you cast a non creature spell put a plus one plus one counter on it and it synergizes really well with Burning Prophet which is like a one two or one three that whenever you cast a non creature spell you scry one. Uh, so I, I have four of each of those in the deck, along with Cavalcade of Calamity, a Johnny's Welcome, four of those Krenkos, um, and then a bunch, you know, like Shocks and other uh, direct damage that I can trigger those um, abilities. And it was it was really fun to play, um, but there's no card draw, so just like any other aggressive aggro deck that's red-centric, you run out of gas really fast. Um, but it's, it's really fun to play, something different. Uh, so I, I did that. Uh, but mostly, I've been kind of futzing around with some more EDH deck ideas. I actually decided I was going to try to brew around Sir Conrad as like a budget build. And I have a list made for that. And I got to send, I think I need like 10 or 12 cards for it that I don't have. So I got to send that over to Schnell. Uh, but it looks really fun. And I'm really excited to try it. I think the deck was under $80 when I checked after I built it. Uh, so that's neat. And it just seems like it could be a really cool. So essentially, it's. Uh, an edict kind of mill theme and it just seems like it's going to be really fun and disruptive and that's kind of how i like to play magic so <laughs> i'm excited for that i uh, was trying to come up with a list for like mono black demons um and i was like ooh, volras stronghold would be really cool and i forgot that's like 180 dollars or something stupid right now <laughs> and then i was like oh gate to phyrexia would also be cool and then i was like wait that's like a hundred dollars too so I have, an, I have an extra one if you want one um man that's a tempting offer no pun intended um yeah so i'll have to uh I, I might i might take you up on that uh but yeah so been doing a lot of that and then we played irl for the first time this weekend i got so excited my wife told me that i should take the whiteboard out of my uh, my home office <laughs> and make like a, a first day to school uh, first day back to school like board uh, so we I, I made it into ryan's first po post covid game night and uh that was that was a ton of fun and yeah it was awesome to just like and almost like surreal and overwhelming to sit down because i know you guys had gotten together for a couple drafts and stuff uh before last night but it was the first time i got to sit down and play irl with my friends and it was just like I don't know. It was awesome. Um, kind of indescribable almost because it was just so overwhelming and exciting. So overwhelming. You, and left then we played... the book that, you left the book that I gave you and your dice at my house. That's how excited <laughs> I was. I was just riding such a high when I left. <laughs> and then we played board, uh, board game after. That was a ton of fun too. And 
yeah, I mean that's that's kind of what I've been up to. Like I said, I got my uh, my my set booster box of Modern Horizons 2 today, which was a nice inadvertent birthday present to myself. Uh, so I ordered it, and when I did, they said they thought it would be shipped in time for release day. So I thought I was going to get it on Friday, but I got it uh, on Monday today instead. So I opened that up after dinner before we sat down to play our VDH game. Is and today got your some, birthday? I, I don't it have is. Facebook anymore, so I can't remember. It is? Oh, happy birthday. Awesome. Hey, thank you, guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so... And then it was weird. This was the weirdest set box I ever got. I think I pulled, like, almost 10 set booster or um, cards from the list, which was weird and high. Um, but then I pulled... There were... <laughs> kind of like me. Um, I, I pulled... Back to back, I forget the exact list of rares. I think I put it in our Discord chat before. But I pulled two Verdant Catacombs back to back. I pulled two of the... Um, of course, now the it, it's uh, Marsh Flats back to back. Two of the new Elder Dragon back to back. Two of I the Yavimaya Urborg lands pull, back to back. <laughs> duplicate pulls was uh, was a thing in this set. Something it about was the sort, yeah. It was insane, absolutely insane. Uh, but I, I got to go through and actually catalog it to see, uh, you know what what kind of value I got. But I mean, I got four or five fetch lands, so that's cool. Um, but again. Two of them were Verdant Catacombs, and two of them were Marsh Flats. I got a Foil Arid Mesa, and I think that was what I got um, as far as Fetchlands go. So that's cool. Um, if there's a set for duplicate rares, this is the one. Yeah. Right. Yeah, true. As long true. as they're good rares. As long as they're good rares. Like, I'd be a little pissed if I got two upheavals back-to-back, because I don't, <laughs> I don't need any more of those. <laughs> I whiffed on the Cabal Coffers, which I wanted, but I did get a Patriarch's Bidding, which I'm very excited about. Uh, and then I think I pulled one or two solitudes too, and I think that one's got a pretty high price tag right now. So uh, if I got two, I might have to get rid of one right now. But yeah, I mean it was it was fun. Um, so I'm I'm excited about that. But the the real the real reason we're all here right now is to talk about the game we just played. It was it's week two of the gauntlet, and uh, Schnell, the defending champ from week one, came back with Golos. Uh, Chris, you played Arami. Tiege played, you played Niv-Mizzet, your Niv-Mizzet wheels deck, and yeah, I works. played Anawan, the Ruined Thief, uh, Rogue Mill. And it was it was a fun, it was a really good game. Uh, Chanel, were you tracking through the end how many rounds we got through? Uh, I believe we were on round nine. I okay, think that I sounds had, about right. Yeah. So, yeah, we got through nine times, and uh, I don't know. Um, do we just spoil it now? Say who won? Yes. Well, everyone needs yeah. to know that I came in second. <laughs> <laughs> Schnell, Schnell came in second by default of turn order. I, I, I won. <laughs> I won for the second time in three nights. That's right, because you did win over the weekend uh, with your Lisa deck. Yeah, Angel, uh, Angels, Angel Tribal is uh, on a bit of a hot streak. Two Angel and Tribal with like games. four with like four lands because yep. <laughs> because nobody wanted to hit you because we all felt bad and then I had to spend fifty life to take out Tiege. Yep. And I chalice the death Nelson to death. <laughs> uh, you did. You did. It was a that was a really fun game. But anyway, back to you mm. tonight's game, Chris. You won uh, in very interesting fashion. So before we go into more details of the game. Chris, talk about how you, you pulled off a very interesting win. Um, I cast a Consuming Aberration, which has uh, 
power and toughness equal to the total number of cards in my opponent's graveyards. Uh, then with some of my remaining mana, I cast two spells, which made all three of you uh, further mill. And then I, uh, the second spell of which was uh, an Altar of Dementia, which uh, I can use to sacrifice a creature to make an opponent mill cards equal to uh, the sacrificed creature's power. And at that point, I think, I mean, it was somewhere in the 60s, right? I think? Yeah. Yeah. And so I hit Justin to make sure he didn't repeat. <laughs> Very important, yes. Which added like 60, you know, how much more power to the consuming aberrations. 61 was my, yeah. I believe, my library before you got rid of all yep. of it. And then I used uh, Arami of the Dead Tide, my commander, to bring back two more cop uh, token copies of it. And I sacrificed one of uh, each of the two tokens to take out uh, Nelson and Tiege. You didn't even to, remember uh, their names. Such disrespect. I was trying. No, I remembered the names. <laughs> I couldn't remember the order in which I yes. did it. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's that was not how well, I intend we, to win with this deck. And but again, we technically didn't lose until our turns came and we drew from not having anything. That's true. Yep. So, that's why hey. I died last. Yep. And I died first. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, like I said, I had switched out between 20 and 25% of the deck. Well, the non-land part, I should say. And, uh, yeah, I saw I saw a lot of those cards. Uh, the Consuming Aberration was one that I added. Uh, the Force of Negation was one that I added. That came out tonight. The altar was uh, was a recent addition, so like the cards I added were uh, they 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 came into play. <laughs> yeah, they did. Teach, yes. you were you were quite the disruptor of this game. Um, I tried. I tried my darndest. <laughs> yeah, you did you couldn't good. be the savior, but you really you really made the game interesting. So why don't you talk a little bit more about Niv and kind of how that played into what happened at the table? Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. So uh, I played Niv Visit. It's just it's it's wheels. It's a wheels deck. It's not a wheels deck that wins uh, by drawing my entire library. There's no uh, Jace of Who's or Laboratory Maniac or Thassa's Who's It's. It's a uh, Perrin Niv Visit Perrin. Yes. Just yes. so people know which one you were, you were using. Um, which one of the three? Yes. Uh, it's just. Draw cards, shuffle my graveyard back in my library, draw cards again. Um, and ideally, I like to play where uh, I'm hitting everyone evenly until I get to a point where I can definitely take somebody out. Um, <clears throat> I started the game out with a turn two winds of change because I wanted to disrupt, disrupt everyone's opening hands. Um, and I thought that would slow the game down and give me a good jumping off point. Uh, and then very closely followed that up with a Teferi's Puzzle Box, um, which definitely threw a wrench in everybody else's plans. Um, but uh, I cast Niv Mizzet a couple times. He got removed a couple of times before I could do a whole heck of a lot of damage. I think the most I did at one point was eight triggers, so eight damage. Um, started spreading that out evenly until I got to a point where Chris was going to walk away with the game and... I was getting ready to start focusing on him exclusively, um, 
but he once again killed my nim visit. Uh, and then near the end there, I was just kind of spinning my wheels. Um, oh, get it? Ah, um, I get uh, it. <laughs> hey, you sly bastard. Yes. Um, so by the end of the game, uh, I didn't have much to do. Uh, I was ready to play a couple uh, cards that were going to draw me a bunch of stuff so I could draw into another win condition. I wasn't ready to play 12 mana for Niv-Mizzet again. Um, <laughs> but in the end, uh, Chris decided he was bored with us and just milled us all out. <laughs> The irony of milling out the uh, Demir Anawan deck appealed to me. Yeah, yes, really thank you for all that. the milling. Yeah, Nelson really <laughs> fucking gave you the alley-oop on that one. <laughs> Not the best deck to play against um, a graveyard recursion deck, yeah. I, I will be honest. Did not find my Bajookabog nearly in enough time. Uh, Schnell. Well, and you had the goddamn oh. Tectonic Edge just waiting like to pop my Maze's End as soon as I got it out. That's what that's what disrupted me the whole friggin' game. It's just, okay, I need to be able to do this, and I need to be able to do it in one turn and react to him popping my popping my land. Had you not had an immediate like disruption answer, I probably could have pulled off another goddamn win. But well, uh, and I had Ghost Quarter out too, and, so well, I had yeah, a just un- backup. Uncommon uncommon lands that have been printed, you know, forever completely disrupt my game plan. <laughs> They didn't stop me outright, but they slowed me down enough that I couldn't do it. Which was good, because really, at the end of the day, I just didn't want to have to play against Golos for a third week in a row. Oh, my God. <laughs> Golos is now 2-1. That is the worst part. That is my first loss with this deck, and I've only played I really, it three times. There, there was a point in that game where I was genuinely, like, sure that you were going to win again. <sighs> so was I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was that damn close again because I told I told Becca before we played I was gonna try and maze Zen by uh, turn eight, which is why I was tracking the turns. And you countering Urban Evolution was a huge, huge disruption to my plan. And then, like I did the first week when we played, I wanted to try again and just get everything in one turn because yep. normally with Maze's End, I need to get it out immediately and then let you guys just come to terms that it exists. Or I need to have a way of untapping at the turn it hits play and activating at the turn it hits play because I don't get another go around if I'm close and then I drop the mazes in. Yeah. So you guys did good, but not <laughs> happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate your support anyway. Yeah. <laughs> attacking, attacking me for no other reason than I won last week's game. That was garbage, Nelson, and you goddamn know it. All, all thing, hey, all things were equal. That's just. That's First just of all, me. they were one ones. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm allowed. Like my outrage can can go in complete opposite of the amount of you know damage I was taking. You're hitting me for one and two extra each turn just because you know you can. So I am a thousand times more irate. Had you hit me for like twenty and dropped me to half, I would have been yeah, that's fair. You got me last. I got your last game, so that's that's reason. Poking me though, that's what that's what upsets me. Just, hey, you can't do anything because you're Golos. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, that was yeah. The 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 bummer was obviously once you were able to cast um, Apex of Nethroi, um, that one that one kind of stunk because. 
by the I, it was I, what? I I got my psychic corrosion too late because that was going to help me um, making you guys mill two every time I drew a card with that puzzle box on the board. Um, that was I was hoping to ride that a little bit longer, and uh, I don't even think I got it to resolve once. Nope, not once. So you you popped it right away. Um, but again, I mean, you also held the rest of the game in check too with that apex. So I mean, I'm not. I'm not salty or anything. Um, I mean, it was it was interesting. So, Chanel, how close were you? Uh, uh, I had the maze's end in hand. Okay. And I had the maze's end, and I had another gate to play because I had nine on the field, one in hand, and then maze's end searches out for another gate. Well, and that's why I wanted to wait until yeah. I, I thought about I could pop a gate, but I figured there was way too many, you know, circuitous route or other ways that you could go and find gates, and I was like, eh. Well, I a- have, uh, full disclosure, I have 11 gates in the deck, and it takes 10 gates to win. Which but is that's why... why I, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, but that's why I have so much graveyard recursion so that if I get a milled away, I can, I can just play them from my graveyard, I can tutor them out, um, I think I put Pull from Eternity in there, so if one gets exiled by mistake, I can put it back in my deck so that I can... I have ways of getting around, like, such a fragile win con getting disrupted. It just so, takes extra steps. And I, I wanted to add another step to that. That's why I was so upset when Nelson yeah, reanimated taking, my be, Agent of Treachery. Yeah. Because the very next turn, my plan was to make three copies of it and steal three of your gates which yes there there are workarounds there like yes. well some land destruction but that's still another step or two or three that you would have needed to take yep to win and that's what i was like fucking nelson you were just to <laughs> steal a creature that has no synergy with what you're doing anyway you fucking oh yeah but that's all right we got it there. was a good game and i can i can still like menacingly rub my hands and go cool now i can go on to my level two deck yeah, that's the downside. I was I really wanted to play my my week five deck out, but I'm like, but if I win one, I'm not going to be able to unless, unless we extend unlo- this thing. Yeah, I was going to say unless we keep it going, which I so. had to double check which deck was at the end of my list. I'm not going to tell you guys, but I'm like, oh, I really like him, but I never yeah. play him because it is it is my closest to CEDH deck. As that I as have, is my so. week five deck, and I'm like, damn yeah. it! Now we got to keep going. Yep. Is that your Karn Silver Silver Golem deck? No, he's not in there because he he can like super combo off, but he's not he's not that consistent right now. Sure. So he didn't make the cut because I was trying to go for either the most consistent or the most um, like easily aggressive decks. The ones that can just like uh, spoiler alert, Gishath is in the pile because sure. Gishath hits the ground running and pooping dinosaurs very, very consistently. And a consistent deck is usually a good deck, so that's how I gauged. That's how I gauged him making the cut. What exactly? Yeah, what exactly is a happy gish saf noise? You know? <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> I, I, I thought it would sound more like crying opponents, but <laughs> no, oh, that's a good one too. At Nelson, that point, we... it's just squishy, squishy noises as he tramples yeah. over. Yeah, <laughs> that deck can do some ridiculous things. Yeah, he can. Nelson, can we take that sound clip and make it like a ringtone or for something for people to buy? 
I think so. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I don't. I don't see why not. <laughs> I mean, um, you missed. You missed the arm, like the T Rex arm flails that I did instinctively <laughs> with it, despite no one being able to see me. We'll have to have him do it again in person. We'll get it on video too. <laughs> yes. Sounds like a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> one of uh, one of the things that was difficult for me is every time I had cards in my hand that could help me start to kind of stabilize a board presence, Tej decided to wheel them away. That's and right. I'm sure that was kind of the uh, you know That's experience for everybody at the table, and also <laughs> yeah. his also his game plan. But it was it was interesting. I mean, thankfully a lot of my creatures are very low CMC in that deck, so I was able to get creatures out. Sorry, I yawned. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> I'm exhausted. <laughs> yeah. Thankfully, I got creatures scene. out. The end. <laughs> yeah, the three, like, one ones I had out, and then I had Anawan on the board once. Uh, no, it was it was interesting. I mean, obviously, when Chris flashed out the Dictate of Erebos, that kind oh, of yeah. really impacted, you know anything everybody could do with creatures as well especially when he had that out and then would activate his commander you know and then he's got three copies of creatures that are going to die anyway when he sacks them at the end of the turn triggering dictate three times it was just impossible for anybody to get any sort of creature board state going so that was was okay with playing not creatures uh right but that's kind of what i need to do so that was you know and you know at one point too uh, back to back to tej shuffling away cards i could use at one point i had uh zareth zareth san the trickster that uh merfolk fella from zendikar that kind of ninjutsus uh if a an unblocked rogue you can switch him out for i think two a black and a blue rogue and then we and then when he does yeah rogue jutsu when he does combat damage to a player i don't remember if they mill or if i draw whatever he does um you know, I I had to shuffle that away before I could use it, and obviously that synergizes well with any of the unblockable creatures I have in my deck. So, um, just a lot of interesting things. I was hoping at some point to at least draw into a bitter blossom for some constant creature <laughs> creation that way, but I never even saw it that game. Yeah. Interestingly enough, I so many cards though. How did you well, not? I, I have no idea. But I was having flashbacks to Saturday night when I kept bringing my Grave Titan back because I felt like every time I had to shuffle my deck, <laughs> I drew my pristine talisman again. But then I never got a chance to play it because I had to puzzle box <laughs> it away. Uh, so, so that was interesting. But yeah, I mean, it was a it was a really fun game. Uh, not not the way I expected with that consuming aberration. Oddly enough, I do have that card in my. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense in a rogue mill deck obviously but i have consuming aberration in my deck as well uh never saw it again kind of weird considering how many times i drew a full card of or a full hand of seven cards um Not but to just never the fact that your entire library was put near graveyard i'm sure it was there somewhere yeah <laughs> well at the end yes it was it was in there somewhere <laughs> i had tormod's crypt in my hand at least twice that game <laughs> never had a chance to cast it though Thanks, i mean i I shuffled away my own graveyard once that game. That's no guarantee. Yeah. I saw yeah, Midnight it was, it Clock was... three times. <laughs> One of them I countered got countered once. the first time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe that would have been a better... Maybe, you know, in retrospect, maybe I should have let you have that, just so <laughs> maybe we could have got you shuffling cards back in your deck that could have dealt with the aberration. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it was interesting. Um... I mean, what do you guys think about the balance level of those decks? Do you think they were 
do you think they were balanced pretty well against each other or did you think that there was anything that really other than the fact that chris got the cards he needed when he needed them do you guys feel like one kind of based on power level stood out above the others it definitely feels like there was more interaction this week than last week last week everyone opened up with decks that just sort of built and did their own things Nelson, you were you were more aggro, and Chris's Arami tends to be more aggro just because, again, he's bringing stuff back, and they have to swing if able. So there's that default of, well, he's going to be hitting us with whatever he brings back, whether it's giant creatures or little Trixie Zubera that he draws 18 cards off of. It was 11, all right? Yeah, Let's I not know, fucking exaggerate. Hyperbole. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, having, having played the same deck, again, Golos just tries to build a little wall and then just you know play with his land behind it and hope that he goes unnoticed long enough and you guys all knew so going into it i knew i didn't have a chance tj's deck kind of does the same thing though where he's just sort of trying to build board state until he can go off and i think i think the games are going to get a lot more aggressively interactive i'll say as we as we progress through each other's gauntlets yeah yeah i think that's a fair bet I think so too. It'll be interesting to see how all that continues to trend, like you guys are saying, as we as we go through. Yeah, um, I can already tell you. Next week, my deck is again going to be one of those where I'm more worried about what I'm doing than what other people are doing. Uh, Corvold? <laughs> no. <laughs> Corvold's not in the gauntlet this time around. Wow! wow. Interesting. I would have guessed. I would have thought he'd have been in there. That's a really fun deck. No, I picked uh, I picked the five decks that I had most recently upgraded. Okay. Oh, nice. Okay. Are nice. we revealing Are we revealing our week three commanders? Yeah, because that's what we did last time. Oh. Uh, I'm playing Arami. <laughs> oh. What with, what with <laughs> you the win? Are... Spoilers, Chris. Spoilers. Uh, what are you going to play, Teach? I'm playing Shadrach's Silver Quill. Ooh. Yes, Ooh. Nice. Is... That'll be fun. This is a this is a a almost identical uh, Tesa Orzov Scion deck that I used to run before I started running only dragons. We did see it once. Is it uh, tweaked since then, or will it be? No, or is it basically the it's same. It's the list? same. It's the same as it was when uh, uh, three of us played it last time. Okay. Um, All right. It has a fifty percent uh, win percentage. It has won once out of two games. Uh, which is why it's smack dab in the middle there. Um, so there's not a big sample size, but uh, it can get out of hand pretty quickly. Um, this one's more. This one's more of a combo deck. I don't think I can go infinite, but I can get pretty damn close. Hmm. What about you, Snow? Uh, if I remember correctly, level two of my gauntlet is Alenda the Dusk Rose. So we're gonna More have two. Off. Yeah, I was gonna say we're gonna have two white black decks here. We had two blue black decks this week. I wasn't paying we attention did. to what you guys were running. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess three technically because of Golos. Okay, rude. Yeah. Go Golos don't care. Just let him sit and play with his lands and <laughs> explore, and then poke his head up and see if he gets killed or if he if he found the mace <laughs> he's just sitting there playing in the grass and every once in a while picks his head up and be like did i win yeah <laughs> we there yet did we get there <laughs> found it guys everyone's dead guys yep. anyone what is this yeah, always so much 
Yeah, so my, my Dusk Rose deck is your, uh, well, my take on your, your classic aristocrats. Everyone take one and lose one when this happens, and then that triggers this and three more things, and everyone loses three, and I gain three, and then I'm going to do this, and everyone loses five, and I gain five. So I don't like playing it. Uh, I believe on, on Architect it is called a stupid deck for boring games. <laughs> I believe that is what it's called. Because that's that's generally how it goes. I don't like the Aristocrats build because it is so clockwork. Everyone just keeps taking damage and you just keep gaining life off of it or you just keep board wiping and everyone loses <coughs> life. And it, it hits everyone equally and efficiently and it's, it's not fun or interesting. Well, yeah. But I'm going to run it. We're we're gonna have ourselves a game with the decks we're playing there, Chanel. Yeah, because our decks are similar. <laughs> How about uh, you, Nelson? What are you running next week? Uh, next week, I am running Kozilek. Oh mother, damn it! Bucket. Can we <laughs> tweak our decks? I got two void mirrors today. <laughs> <laughs> you want to lend one of those out to me? <laughs> I do. I really fucking do. <laughs> In fact, I might buy one for Justin. Yeah. Although I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe I should be running my Plainsless Queen Marchesa deck. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not too sure. Uh, where right. I, which one edges out the other? The only um, the only thing I have to say about Kozilek, in terms of a matchup with with my Arami deck, is a lot of stuff that Arami is doing are uh, abilities, which is a little harder for Kozilek to deal with than spells. So maybe I have that going for me, but. Yeah, but Kozilek isn't the only card in that deck, unfortunately. That's yeah, true. I know. That's true. <laughs> that there are. That is true. There are other cards. <laughs> there are ninety-nine other cards in that deck. <laughs> <laughs> that is. That is quite literally the truth. Uh, it, it should be fun, though. It'll be an interesting, interesting matchup next week too. So, uh, so what I will do as well. Uh, with every episode we're posting for this gauntlet, I will make sure too that we have in the show notes posted uh, links to the decks so that anybody who's curious oh. about what we're playing, uh, those will be published along in the show notes for quick reference for everybody. So make sure, uh, gentlemen, that everything is as up to date as you have the decks in Architect. And I'll just copy those links and I will get them in the show notes so that I everybody can have kind of to do that. I don't think I have a Rami on Architect. I thought you did. Do you not? I don't think I do. I'll have to do it tomorrow night. Yeah, nice. Well, like I said, it's Monday now. Uh, this will get worked on and released Wednesday night. So, um, yeah, if you have time tomorrow, get it updated. It'll be there. Excellent. Anything else anybody wants to say before we wrap it up about uh, week two of the gauntlet? Fuck Golos. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Golos, R.I.P. That's. But now, but now, more importantly, fuck Arami. <laughs> yep, that's the next one. Flamio, don't tell Chris. Don't don't tell Chris, but we're all we're all ganging <laughs> up on Arami you? next week. No, fuck a Romy. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, hey, thank you guys for not only playing IRL this weekend, but for jumping on and playing Week Two of the Gauntlet, and then hanging out and talking about it. This has been a fun start to the series, and I think it's just going to get more fun as we go along and have more things to talk about. And as obviously the decks kind of ramp up in their power levels and and what they're trying to do so thank you guys for being here thank you to our listeners for tuning in and and listening make sure that you tell a friend about us rate review and subscribe you can find us on itunes google play stitcher podbean iHeartRadio, anywhere you consume your podcasts check us out on our social channels just search at homebrew magic on facebook you'll find us there and until next time don't drink and scry fuck a rami and find out